Paul Donaldson from Snowy Mountain Rifle on the phone here this morning. Or not on the phone. He's right here in the command center. Paul, let's talk about night vision varmint hunting for coyotes. My nephew, Johnny Ward, showed me a video. And these younger kids, they really have all this technology. And it showed me where the, the coyote in the scope, and then when he shot it, and it, you know, he hit it, it was kind of cool. Do you do anything like that at Snowy Mountain? We do. Um, I'm not personally a big predator hunter. I do a little bit of it. Um, obviously, that's a lot of fun, but we build a lot of rifles for guys who are serious predator hunters, and there's a lot of guys now that technology and, you know, and the night vision and the thermal that you're talking about is creeping down more and more in the civilian world, it seems like, every day, and there's some pretty cool products out there you can do that stuff with. Okay, and you can you can fix somebody up for it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Okay, perfect. Now, um, one of the other questions I have for you is, Heath Ward, way back when, I asked him what the perfect gun for me would be for elk hunting and, and maybe deer hunting. I don't do a lot of deer hunting anymore. Yeah, he said 300 Ultramag. Now, one of the things I've had a problem with is trying to find some 300 Ultramag shells. And the other thing is I noticed the price of the 300 Ultramag are about double what 300 Mag shells are. The question I have for you, sir, is what is the difference between the calibers? Well, the 300 Ultra Mag is, it's a, you know, you're familiar with the 300 Win Mag, pretty much everybody is. It's basically right. a bigger version of that. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be faster. You know, it's going to send bigger bullets downrange faster. It's a great caliber. But um, that's kind of dictated by the manufacturer. It's, you know, the 300 Ultra Mags made by Remington, and that price is going to be dictated by them when they produce that ammo. Out of curiosity, what kind of a rifle do you shoot at caliber? Right now, I shoot a 28 Nosler. Okay, and I am not familiar with what you just said. So there's a, this long-range world is becoming more and more popular every day, and a lot of this uh, better technology, I guess, for a lack of a better way to put it, is coming into this industry. You're seeing more technology in rifles, more technology put into barrels, actions, stocks, designing calibers. This world of long-range shooting and hunting is changing pretty dramatically. Are you a waterfall hunter? I am, yeah. I okay, do. Quite. You do waterfall. Do you do any special shotguns at Story Mountain? No, we do coatings on shotguns with the Cerakote, but we don't build or work on them. Okay, because then it would be called Snowy Mountain shotguns instead of rifles. That that would be it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, um, so Paul, I was going to ask you. You know, nowadays there's so many different materials that you can use in buying rifles, and that uh, titanium and uh, you name it. Does that stuff really make a difference from just your basic good old style rifle? Yeah, it really does, and that's part of what we do and and what you see with our rifles. Um, it's it's an exciting time in the industry in the custom rifles. There's a lot of other technologies, carbon technologies, metal technologies that are coming into this world and changing it quite a bit, but it's a it's a fun time. So at Snowy Mountain Rifles, we, do you have folks that will just come in and ask you to, to just build a rifle for for them, or do you mainly supply to other gunsmiths around the nation? Um, we do both. So, you know, the first question we get from our gun buyers is, Normally, they're going to tell us what they want, and then I can help provide the parts and pieces to build that rifle that's going to fit their needs. We also do a lot of the supplying. There's a lot of guys around the country that will buy a muzzle brake from us or a bottom metal, whether that be the end consumer or other gunsmiths. We're a parts supplier as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, if you go on and Google Snowy Mountain Rifles right now, just for the folks' uh, information, 
your website's not up right now. It's, it's actually you're about ready to launch a brand-new website uh, next week, hopefully, that will explain your company's philosophies and what you do a lot better to the folks out there. Yeah. Um, if you've been trying to find us, we are down on the website right now. We've actually been working on a pretty exciting website for almost a year now. There's a lot of things we do there that guys don't see and don't uh, quite understand other than just building rifles. So it's a pretty pretty in-depth and involved website, which we are excited about, and that should be up either Tuesday or Wednesday morning. Plus, you also have a Facebook page, and I noticed on your Facebook page, which is active, that you just are sending a rifle. You just got done with one. You're sending it to Colorado. Yeah, uh, Facebook, Instagram, we're pretty active on there, at least showing you what we're building and what we're doing at the moment. But, yeah, we just finished, uh, actually just finished two that are going to Germany and one to Colorado. All right, I'm going to ask you, when we have a chance when we come back, I want to ask you, I bought a scope that has all these different, uh, it's a Leopold scope, but okay. it's got all the different distances and everything. Yep. I don't, I don't like it because I'm not that, you know, savvy on, uh, I'm going to ask you about that. You're kind of stupid we'll when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Straight in. <laughs> scope that I got from Leopold. Um, tell me about, I mean, it, it seems more complicated than I, than I need to have. I, I just like to look through a scope, but then off air, you were explaining to me that that one thingamajig, that, uh, button on the side, not button, but it's a uh, knob a on the dial s- on the side, on yeah. the side that goes distances really is, is more of a focus deal than, than actual. Yeah. So that's going to be your parallax. It's on the left side. And a lot of guys are. Um, you know, scope companies now are all coming out with exposed turrets, right? And so it's just a different look than what you're used to, and a lot of guys think that something's changed. But it's the same as when you used to take the cap off the top of the turret and, you know, quarter MOA, right? So four clicks at 100 equals an inch. It's the exact same thing. It's just you're getting an exposed turret. So instead of having to take that cap off, that turret's right there and ready to dial. So a lot of guys are now using ballistics calculators, and they're getting corrections for distance and all that calculator is telling you is for 800 yards you need to dial 12 and a half moa and then you just use that exposed turret to dial it but it's the same system that's been used in scopes that you're all used to four clicks at 100 yards and i've hunted with a guy for example that shot long distance and he actually had a wind deal that he put factor he factored the wind deal into his scope i mean that's really complicated to me but he seemed to do it uh, fairly easy well, luckily, there's a, you know there's a lot of technology in that part of the industry now too. So we're using these ballistics calculators. Uh, you know, one that we use at the shop is uh, Kestrel Ballistics, and it's basically a handheld weather station with a wind meter in it, and then wow. it has a ballistics program built into it. So it's taking real time environmental data, putting it into the ballistics program, which knows everything about your gun, the load you're shooting, everything, and wow. then spitting you out real time corrections. So. It sounds like a person could tie a ton of money up in a rifle these days. What what have you seen as the most someone has spent on a rifle? Uh, you know, personally, I mean, there it's not uh, you know not even just at our shop, but it's becoming more the norm to spend, you know, that five thousand dollar plus on a rifle Ooh. packages, and then these scope packages and custom ammo and ballistics and data and. Um, but for just a good basic rifle, what do you think someone should budget? You know, a good basic rifle, you want to, that's hard to say. I mean, you know, you're, uh, everything in our world is about $4,500 and up. Mm, and okay. so, you know, we're definitely in that higher end. A good way to do it if you can't be in, in quite in, in that world is to try to spend, obviously, as much as you can. 
and then bring it to somebody like us or a good local gunsmith, and they can do some small things to it. An upgraded trigger, oh, good um, idea. bedding yeah. work, a muzzle brake, those things kind of help take those rifles to the next level. <clears throat> but don't do it like a, a week before hunting season. Um, <laughs> so, And we'll talk about that time frame. Okay, let's talk a little bit about when somebody wants to get uh, something done, a customized gun. How long does this take? They, I mean, opening a big game season is the 24th. Do you do anything, for example, Antelope opens next Saturday. Do you do anything for a smaller game like? like yeah, no, we, we build a lot of different calibers. We build down into the six the six millimeter world and all the way up to the three thirty eight world. You know, and that kind of spectrum range is your hunting range for the most part. We build smaller stuff for specialized stuff, bigger stuff for specialized stuff. But you know, if you're going to order a custom rifle from us, you're going to be in that four to six month time frame. Okay, so we're uh, we're pretty backed up, and you know, each one of these is built by hand and. We shoot each rifle, and we go through these things pretty diligently, so that's kind of part of that time frame there. So you definitely want to plan ahead. What about uh, components and stuff? you having a tough time getting those like some of the other companies around the You know, luckily, most of our components for the actual rifles or rifle work is made in-house, but shooting components is what's been tough right now. Brass, bullets, powder, you know, even for, uh, even for us, we've got um, our supply chain, and we try to stay on top of that stuff, but even that's become difficult. So... Things are uh, things are good though. The business is good. Yeah, the business is good. Uh, we've been you know fortunate here in Montana uh, with everything that's going on to be able to stay open and localized. But uh, nationally, the rifle business is good. So if a guy goes out hunting, say this year, and says, you know, my rifle, I love it. It's it's a good rifle, but boy, I would like to kind of upgrade with some of this new stuff. I mean, you don't necessarily have to just get rid of your old rifle, right? No, you don't. I mean, I would say that's probably a good 30% of our business is guys have a good rifle that they like. They don't necessarily need or want to spend, you know, the money to completely upgrade or get rid of their old rifle. They want to just upgrade that rifle, a new barrel, muzzle brake trigger, bed it, new stock. I mean, we can take your existing rifle and build it into a full custom basically just using your action. Well, there you go. So, uh, like a guy like me, I come into Snowy Mountain Rifles, and I had known nothing what I'm talking about. Do you have like a dummy room that you put me in and explain to me what is going on with these rifles? I think they just locked the door. Yeah. (laughs) Put the glow sign up before I get in there. I mean, how do you handle it? I mean, one of of my pet peeves about some uh, people in this world is that they're real condescending when they ask them information like, you don't know that, uh, and... How do you handle uh, that type? No, that's a big part of our business, and that's that's part of our philosophy too. Is this is a new world for a lot of guys, even if they're, you know, a, a longtime old, shooter, old like me. <laughs> even if they're a longtime shooter, hunter, fairly knowledgeable, they might not have got in completely into this long range game. So information to us is, or to pass on to our customers is a big part of what we do. We have that conversation daily with people about what they might want to build, their options, and then is. You know, once we do that work for them, we usually continue that relationship and that information with that customer down the road, helping them figure out the ballistics, helping them with products, helping them. You know, if you got a question, give us a call. We're we're pretty easy. I had a guy uh, email me and said that he was he came from California. He, you know, got out of California, which I can understand. He comes up here and he buys a place up there uh, by Flathead Lake, and he wants to know about a boat. And he wants to know this. Have you gotten any of those type of folks that are coming from out of state that want to know more about guns? Because we're we're a gun state here in Montana. We do. We get uh, new faces walking in every day and uh, new phone calls every day from guys that just want uh, more information. All right. Paul Donaldson from Snowy Mountain Rifles, thank you for taking the time to come up and uh, see yeah. us here in the command center. We we always want to have you on the show. 
I would like to have you on the show more than uh, some other people that are on the show. Hey, why are you looking at me when you say that? Um, hey, and, and thanks for keeping our Second Amendment alive and well here in our state. And good luck on your hunting trip. Uh, will you send us some pictures? And We will keep you guys updated, and thanks for having me. Okay, we appreciate it. Paul Donaldson from uh, Snowy Mountain Rifles. Uh, opening of waterfowl.